I'm Amy. I'm Julie. And it's time to pucker up. So we're approaching the end of the off season. Thank God. It's been a quiet-ish summer. All the blockbuster stuff happened like really early. But the thing is, so there many, is so much stuff to come though. So many RFAs are still unsigned. Like. Big names are unsigned. Like, and I'm not talking about just Mitch Marner, because I'm fucking sick of talking about Mitch Marner. But, like, Brock Besser doesn't have a contract. No, and apparently some of the rumor is Besser for Besser and and more for Marner. That started going around. Put a dollar in the dangle jar I heard on the dangle podcast yesterday. Well, I'll put another one in the dangle jar because I'm using Steve Dangle's list of <laughs> Well, he um, and what's funny is he on on his pod yesterday he read through that list. That list apparently was um, the result of being bored on a train. Oh, which makes perfect sense now sure. that you know we know that. Um, other like another big one is that Patrick Line still an RFA had a down year after his first season, but. Uh, Still they, a really good player, so the consensus the there seemed to be that they're working on a, some sort of weird bridge deal for him, which would make sense considering sure. what you just said. Um, you know, you don't want to give him a big long deal for a big chunk of money if he's been inconsistent at best. Yeah, but he's only been in the league two years, so how can you say what's consistent for a player that's only played two years? Yeah, but for a player that was drafted so high, look at Tom Wilson. He wasn't drafted second. Well, no, but he was drafted <laughs> in the first round. Well, yeah, but that's a varying range of skill and opportunity. So Mitch Marner, I saw a rumor going around that he's looking for some ungodly amount, like $27 million for a two-year deal. What? Which would be 13 per. 13, and a half. 13.5 13, 13, per, which I don't even think Mitch Marner deserves 10. No, and what I saw earlier this week was a bit on Sportsnet that also involves Steve Dangle, but involved maybe Andrew Berkshire and somebody else talking about, hey, maybe for your consideration, all of Canada and the greater Toronto area, Mitch Marner might be a little bit overrated, which is what you and I have been saying, like, forever. I'm not, like, look... I just, I mean, like... Like, it's not that he's a bad hockey player. It's just that he's not somebody you want to throw $13.5 no! dollars at. That's more than Austin Matthews is making, and Austin Matthews is a better player than Mitch Marner. Is it or is it not more than what Connor's making? Connor McDavid. I don't know off the top of my head what Connor All McDavid's right, contract is. But, I mean, I keep saying this, and I keep, like, I have people who think I'm crazy for saying this, but I still believe... That on his team, Mitch is comparable, is still William Nyland, a Nylander. I think that's... But in the league right now, you're lo- you got to look at, like, Sebastian Ajo, and you got to look at what Sebastian Ajo's getting t- pay- paid, mm-hmm. and people are going to be like, oh, well, Sebastian Ajo's not making as much because he's not as good as Marner. Sebastian Ajo is not on a team that is as stacked as Toronto. There's fucking nothing on Carolina. Connor McDavid makes 12-5. Yeah, Mitch Marner's not worth more money than Connor McDavid. Sorry. Fuck no. If, if, if Sidney Crosby is the second coming of Wayne Gretzky, then Connor McDavid is the second coming of Sidney Crosby. Like, I don't know what you people are trying to get at here. 
I just don't know, like, Marner's a good hockey player. Yes! But... It's not 13-5 good. I don't know where all of this, like, pay that man his money no. and he's the new face of the franchise. What? Where the... Oh, shit. People say this shit. And I don't know... My point is, I don't know where any of that's coming from. What? Other than maybe his dad. <laughs> Wait. It's because he's... Is he... Fr- he's from the Toronto area, though, He's, right? he's a Toronto that's kid. Fucking... Fucking why? Well... Did, like, is it because he's, it's because he's from the Toronto area, so that rules out Austin, but he has a personality, which rules out John Tavares. Mm. There you go. That's why. Did you see that somebody got John Tavares to sign, like, the opening page of Steve's book? That yes, that says John, John Tavares' is leaf. <laughs> yeah. Um, Braden Point's still in RFA, which, that's a money issue. It's a cap space issue. But there are ones on that list that aren't cap space issues. Like, there's a... Nico Rantanen's still on there. That's not a cap space issue. Right. He's the I av, can't, right? Uh, an avalanche. Yeah, yeah. An avalanche. I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine Kachuk is. Are the flames? No, they is have he, money to pay. Is he the one that's a flame? I think. I don't know. There's more than one, and I don't know. Which Kachuk? That's Matthew Kachuk. That's the flame. Brady is somewhere else. Okay. Let's find out. They're both assholes. Yeah, they're um, I don't know who Kyle Connor is. I'm pretty sure he's a Winnipeg Jet. Who? Kyle Connor. I think you're right. Brady. Oh, he's a senator. They don't Matt, have Matt or Brady? Brady. Brady is a senator. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brady's not up. Matt, this is Matt. Okay. Yeah, so the Flames don't have. They. they the can Flames pay have cap space? I don't know. Brock Besser. Brady that's cap space? negotiation, though. I know Brad Besser's got to be negotiation, and Patrick Line has got to be negotiation. Travis Konechny is an RFA, and this stresses me out so much. Philly what am him. I going to do with my life if Travis Konechny is not a Philadelphia Flyer? Well, what if he becomes like a New Jersey Devil? That would be okay. Or, uh, you know, speaking of people who became a Jersey Devil, um, yes. or Jersey Devils who became Philadelphia Flyers, Curtis Gabriel, the one that uses the pride tape, mm-hmm. is now a... Philadelphia Flyer. How? Because what he, was, well, he, he was a free agent and he signed oh. with the Flyers. Mm. All right. That may or may not go over well in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Who is going. Although, I want to see him and his pride tape and Gritty and his pride belly button in a photo next to each other. Who is going to protect Nolan Patrick if they don't re sign Travis Kinnekenny? For a check. It's not like that. It's not the same. I know, but I'm thinking of, Who, of dad rather than big brother. Oh, no, no, it's big brother. Do you know that Travis Konechny is like five feet tall? Isn't he older, though? Like, bare, no pad. like barely. All right. They're both lost toddlers. Didn't you? Did you see? They need a dad. Did you they see need the, video, the video of them getting lost in their own parking no, garage? No, you keep telling Amy. me about it and I've never I seen I'm going to look that up when this is over. <laughs> um, Zach Wierenski is on here. Because that's impossible. Columbus can afford to lose anyone else that's on their team. Well, and again, they can afford to sign him. They lost everybody else. I don't like. Colin White's on here. I don't know who that is. Colin White. Um, who he play for? Who he play for? <laughs> Um, Colin White. Oops. <laughs> may want to specify wanna, hockey on that one. You Well, you don't want to know that I typed Colin White and lots of interesting <laughs> diagnoses came up. Whoa. 
Yeah, if you have white poo, you may want to go to the doctor. <laughs> um, Colin White, hockey, is also an Octois senator. They definitely have money, right? They're trying to get to the floor, aren't they? I think so. Let's look at them from a cap-friendly standpoint just for a second, because that just might be funny. Kevin Fiala is on this list. I don't know what the deal with that one is. I don't know what the Wilds cap space situation is. Well, right now they got a GM situation. That's true. But they also signed, like, Matt Zuccarello and, like... I don't know anything about Kevin Fiala other than he's very adorable. And he's got a cute dog. Ottawa Senators, projected cap space, 15.6 million. Roster size, 21. That's not enough players. Contracts, 48 out of 50. Oh. So they just got to promote guys. Basically. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know who Anthony D'Angelo is. Hmm. That, no, no, no. That's a ranger. Or a Bruin? Pretty sure it's a Ranger. Mm, no. Let's see. I like this I like this game. Who do you play for? Who do you play for? <laughs> oh, we need to put hockey there too. Oh. <laughs> we got lots of politicians apparently. Oh really? Their name Anthony D'Angelo is a Ranger. Yeah. He was gonna you get winning. Who he was gonna for? He was gonna get I just remember vividly, I think, playing against the caps. He was trying to start shit with Tom. Oh no! Yes, I and do he was trying that. to ain't start shit, ain't be shit. You know, um, Charlie McAvoy is also an RFA. Oh, and apparently that's a cap. That's in, a cap issue. Yeah, and since he's in Boston, you have to call him Charlie McAvoy. I can't do that. <laughs> that was my cat. It's Ms. Bean. Her ass is fat. Her everything is fat. Adrian Kempe is an RFA, and I have to think that's a contract negotiation issue because there's no way you're not re-signing the one up-and-coming fucking talent you have on your team. Also, when you went out and signed his brother in free agency. Yeah. that's a, He's a king, right? Yes. They have a lot of money laying around. They also need young players. Mm-hmm. Because they're... Oh, yeah. They're, they, like, average age is 45. They were in a nursing home in that dressing room is what they're doing. I mean, not that they, like, they went out and signed Mario, who's, like, my age, but he's not that old. He's, like, 30, but still. Um, Anthony Beauvillier, who is an Islander, still RFA. And the Islanders should have enough money to sign him, because they don't have Leonard anymore to worry about. And they, they... Are they, like... They dumped... A bunch of people in hopes of Panarin, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So, so why are they not offer shooting Mitch? So, that on, would really be on, a fuck you on the Dangle podcast last night when they went through this list. When he got to the end, he said, "Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today to mourn the death of the offer sheet." Because when you look at all of that. Like, why hasn't... The general, and I heard it yesterday on that podcast, but I've heard it in other places too, the general consensus seems to be everybody is waiting for Mach. Yeah. Which is dumb. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like many of the names that we have discussed are comparable to Mach. Thank you! Maybe Besser and Line A. 
most of the rest of them, not so much. Like, if Travis Konechny is holding out because he thinks he's going to get Mitch Marner money, <laughs> no, but I, I, and I don't think a lot of those guys think they're going to get Mitch Marner money, but based on what Mitch Marner gets, their money may or may not be bigger or smaller. Nikolay Goldobin, who is a Canuck. I don't know why I know all this. Um, and then Ivan Provorov is another one. That's dumb. Sign his ass. He's yeah, a good defenseman. He's good. We don't have space for more defensemen. We could make some space. Not for defensemen. We could trade Russians. I know you're dying to get rid of Orlov. I mean... Not that I'm not, but I'm like not, I'll give him, I'll give him a I'm season. Like dying to get rid of him, but I'll give him, eh. I'll give him a season without Niskanen. That's a good. That's fair. Philly's not going to deal with us again this off season. I don't think, but not that, and he's an RFA without arbitration rights, so we'd have to deal with Philly to get him, mm. and we'd have to have space to sign him. Not I mean, like that would that would give us actually. Think that through, because that would give us space, mm-hmm. and we'd all be able to stop panicking about Christian Juice. And also, Provorov's a better defenseman than Christian Juice. So, hey, could we trick Philly into thinking the opposite? Here, take take Juice, take Provorov off your hands. Juice would fucking get murdered in Philadelphia by his own teammates, probably. <laughs> No, no, he's got to watch out here now because Gudis is the one that hurts people. Although, remember the time that Ovi gave Jojo a concussion in practice? That's a thing that happened. Yeah, when I was going through our podcast to count the dangles, um, you went on several tirades early in our podcasting career about Radko Gudis and how, what a fucking goon he was. He is! But now he's a capital. I know, I had to change the tune. I don't like that. I don't. I think we should call him. Oh, what was that? Um, something about cheese. Gouda. Fi- uh, refined cheese. Something cheese that we we're gonna call him. Shit. That somebody described, and I, I was like, "That's what we need I to call Radko." I re- I know what you're talking about, and I do not remember what it was. It'll come back to me. Um. No, I mean, look. <sighs> we started this. In the middle of the playoffs where he literally destroyed Couturier's knee. Mm-hmm. And that's what you were yelling about. Like, he blew. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I'm like, our players have to watch out for him in practice. Because he tore Couturier's ACL in morning skate. Or was it? It was either practice or morning skate. I don't know. But. A place where it should not have happened. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't happen to your own teammate, period. Look. Whatever. And then there was a list of a few more. Pull you, RV, who... I don't know why we didn't get... We... Oh, because he's an RFA, not a UFA. Yeah, we'd have to trade with the Oilers. And the Oilers don't seem to want to do anything with him. But they all... Why not? They, they don't... everything else They up. don't seem to want to trade him, but they also don't seem to want to sign him. And he is intending to play in the... Oh, yeah, his hometown league, wherever, what country yeah. that is. I believe he's Finnish. That sounds right. There's a lot of vowels in there, so I'm going to go with Finnish. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he is signed over there with intent to play in the European whatever until, whatever league that is, until they uh, sort that out. 
Carolina hasn't signed Saku Manalainen, whose name I'm never going to be able to spell. No. I think um, we decided during the playoffs that we were going to call him Melanin. <laughs> um, the Islanders haven't signed Michael Dalcal, Dalcala. I don't know. Mm. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The Islanders haven't signed him. Um, Dallas hasn't signed Julius Honka, which is a little bit disappointing because he's actually pretty good. He's um, a defenseman, isn't he? He is. So that may be why. Mm. They've got a lot of weird shit going. Uh, the Islanders have not re-signed Josh Hosang, which is not a surprise. Lou does not like him. Oh, well, then he'll never go anywhere. Not in the Islander system. Mm-mm. He has apparently an attitude problem, Jesus. which is what they say about black people when they're racist. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if... I don't know if Hosang actually has an attitude problem. I mean, he does currently play for the Sound Tigers. <laughs> Sound Tigers suck! But also, he's the one that everyone threw a fit. And, and Lamorello made him change his number. I remember Because that. he was playing as number 66. Penn's fans flipped their shit. And then when Lamorello took over the Islanders, he made him change his number. Because it's disrespectful to Mario Lemieux. Look, the number's not retired. It's not retired league-wide. It's only retired by the Penguins. So fuck off. Retire number eight league-wide when Obi retires. The end. Goodbye. But then, like, the youngins that come up that really love him can't like, I don't care. have his number. I don't care. If Josh Hosang can't have the number 66 because Penguin fans are throwing a hissy bitch fit, I don't want anyone else to wear Obi's number. Does anywhere else currently... Well, lots of people currently wear Obi's number. I know that. But does anyone currently wear Crosby's number? Are there lots of 87s out there that I'm just missing? I think so. Okay. I think people play 80s. Yeah, um, because Vegas made a bunch of jokes about it because that guy that they signed from Russia that never played for them picked 87. Oh, Jesus. Remember? Yes, I do now. I know people have the number 87. I don't know, like, any of Like, the here's the thing. Like, if we, if we push for league-wide retirement of eight, immediately... Pittsburgh fans are going to be like, well, then you need to go to retire Crosby's number two. No, no. You threw a fit about Lemieux. You picked yours. Should have thought about that, Pittsburgh. I'm just saying. It'll happen. I don't care. Perish the thought that I care anything about what... I understand. ...what Pittsburgh is doing at any point in time. And then a couple of names from Vegas and Minnesota that I have literally never heard in my life. Ever. Louis Belpedio is one of them. Yeah. That sounds like that's stuff the one you get f- to decorate your backyard. That's uh, that's the one from Minnesota. And Jimmy Schultz from Vegas. Okay. With the knowledge that I don't know who most of the guys in Vegas are anyway. We'll get into some lowlights. So we talked about last week, right before we went live, the New York Rangers had bought out Kevin Shattenkirk. Three days later, Tampa Bay signed him. Tampa Bay, you're in a fucking cap crunch. What the shit are you doing? Well, they got him cheap. Okay. Maybe they want a cheap defenseman. They traded Adam Ernie today, too. Well, that's some more For money. For a pick. Yeah, that's some more. That's a salary. All job. right. But why sign Shattenkirk, knowing that he just got let go by the Rangers for being shitty? Well, not for being shitty, for being injured. For being shitty. No. No, he got injured, and then he was shitty, and so they let him go. You know I don't have any good feelings toward Kevin Shattenkirk. 
No. Because he was a shit weasel after he left the Caps. I feel the same way about him as I do about Carl Alsner. I want to go somewhere and win. So you went to Montreal? I want to go somewhere and win. New York Rangers? Well, Shattenkirk wanted to play for the Rangers because he grew up wanting to play for the Rangers. It was a John Tavarisi kind of thing. Yeah, well, the difference being Toronto is good right now. No. The Rangers, not so much. But the rebuild's over. In your fucking dreams, New Yorkers. Just because you got bread, man, don't mean no rebuild's over. And you're going to need to find some... Hank's going to retire soon. And your other goalie threw his goal stick at Alex Ovechkin in a shootout because he got scared. Because apparently... He was unaware that Alex Ovechkin has never scored in the shootout in his life. How old is Henrik Lundqvist? 35. Henrik Lundqvist is 37 years old. Oh. He's going to retire soon. Marty made it to 40, I think. How old was Lou? Ooh, what's his last name? Luongo. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'm like Lou. Lou. How old is Roberto Luongo? Lou is 28. No. How old is Roberto Luongo? Roberto Luongo is 40 years old. All right, well. we And people have been saying, oh, Lou's going to retire next year. Lou's going to retire at the end of the year for like the last five years. That's true. But Hank's, Hank's 37. Hank's played a hard career. <laughs> because um, it's not like anybody in New York has ever helped him out. Right? Including his defenseman. Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> Brady Shea. That's a nope. So, yeah, I mean, they once they have solidified who Hank's replacement is going to be is when that team's going to be re- rebuilt. But from everyone acting like acting like it's going to be Georgiev, but like through a stick at Ovi. Not to mention that's based on how many games worth of experience. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah, because that that backup position behind Hank has just been a turn right. style. So who was it the year before? Um, Niemi. Oh it? God, no! He was back there at one point. Yeah, but no, Niemi was in um, Carolina last season, wasn't he? I don't fucking know. It doesn't Hold matter. On. It's irrelevant. No, I want to move on because I want to get this thing over with. Okay. <laughs> so. Brooks Like, who used to be a Washington Capitol. That's Flintstone Dick. <laughs> so Brooks Like started this podcast where he like kind of overshares everything. Um, and it's like this how men think with get Brooks Like and Gavin DeGraw. And it's Ugh. it's exactly what you think it is. I still have not listened to a word of it. I haven't either. And so like Apparently, like, he had his wife on, and they talked about their, like, infertility problems, and she's been going through fertility treatments. And then she did an interview with some magazine. I don't even remember who it was with now. I've, like, like, blocked it out of my mind. It was the body issue of whatever magazine it was. Self? Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. She posed naked on the cover, and the whole thing was, like, she, like... Came up to him and she's like, you know, I'm not straight, right? Because let's never call ourselves bisexual. 
But, um, which is a whole other can, can of worms. Was it that or was, do you know I like girls, right? No, she said, you know I'm not straight. Oh, okay. And he was like, excuse me? Which some people are taking as he, like, reacted badly to it. But no, that's a logical thing you, like, sorry, repeat that? Yeah. Um, which is how I took it. I mean, like, it's not like she's saying, I'm gay, I'm leaving you. Which is what I would say to Brooks like. <sighs> so anyway... Like, the day after that came out, because that wasn't horrible enough, mm. Brooks like is like, I like to suck on Julianne's toes! <sighs> like, buddy, do you know that you can just keep your mouth shut? Like, I get that people have kinks. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like, like, I would not come on here and hey, tell like, y'all. Everybody look at my kink. Hey, I like to suck toes! I can literally not think of a single other kink right now. I'm so grossed out. Because first of all, I'm grossed out by feet to start with. Look, what we haven't mentioned in all this is these are toes that belong to a professional dancer. Yeah, these are like... You've got to... Or this is like, not got to imagine how fucked up those toes this are. This is like putting uh, Evgeny Malkin in your mouth instead of Austin <laughs> Matthews. That's exactly what I knew you were going to say. Thank you for coming through. <laughs> 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 Fucking ballerina that hammer toe. It's a hammer toe versus a manicured toe. Yeah, no, there's no way she's got nice toes, dude. She dances. Like, and I, I'm like, I'm, I don't know how much she's like up on her toes, like a ballet dancer would be, so they're probably not as fucked up as they could be, but they're probably not great. Oh, they're jacked up to be sure. <sighs> and he's got Flintstone dick. And for those of you who don't know, Flintstone dick means you gotta use your feet to get it to work. I fucking hate the <laughs> do, do you And I'm sorry that I'm gonna say this out loud because it may legitimately be worse than you saying Flintstone dick multiple times. <laughs> do you think that Sonya thinks it's funny. In addition to sucking on her toes, she's gotta just give him a little foot job to get it. I mean, I wouldn't. That's what you're implying with Flintstone dick. I, you started this. Actually, a black lady sketch show started and, this. But no, you brought it here. You brought it here into my home. And to one up this, and I'm so sorry. Do you think she keeps her stockings on or not? When he's sucking the toes? No, when she's giving him the foot job. I've moved on. Oh, okay. Because um, I'm less grossed out by a foot job than I am by sucking on toes, unfortunately. I mean, frankly, if, if I had to pick one or the other, I, I'd be with you. But I don't know. I, I think it would depend on the type of stocking. Like, does she, like, have fuzzy socks on that she's been wearing around the house that she might want to? Or does she have, like, a stocking that she's worn with an evening gown on? Like, there are several different textures that she, one can put on one's foot. Not like a nylon pantyhose. I don't think so. <laughs> I think it might just remind him too much of, like, hockey socks. That is definitely not the texture of hockey socks. But no, but it's close-ish. To go back to talking about the Rangers, sort of. As you may be aware, Robin Leonard yeah. won the Masterson Trophy. He did. He deservedly won. And you may be thinking, but what does this have to do with the New York Rangers? And well, so is Robin Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Leonard probably also thought that. How many days do you think he had that before he noticed? That's a good question. 
Because I feel like it's not like I didn't because you said you didn't notice it. I had to look at it three times, so I was like, so misspelled his last name. Nope, that's right. Are we sure it's right? Let me go back and look at an eight minute tweet. Nope, that matches that. And that and Masterton is spelled right. So like, Robin I, I Leonard, like three times before I realized it said the range. Who played for the New York Islanders last season? Won the Masterton Trophy. So this shouldn't have anything to do with the New York Rangers, except Robin Leonard gets the Masterton Trophy in the mail or FedEx or whatever. In a box. In a box. And he takes it out and he opens it up and it says, Masterton Trophy, Robin Leonard, New York Rangers. Robin Leonard goes on Twitter and he says, you had had one one job. job. Like, dude. And it's not even like, I was listening to Puck Soup on the way over here. And they were just talking about it as I was getting out of the car. And they were like, look, it's just funny. It is. It's going to take the NHL five minutes to fix. But it's just kind of funny also that this dude who fought, like, massive amounts of clinical depression to get his team, like, pretty damn deep into the playoffs gets an award that doesn't have his team's name on it. And swept in the first round. Swept the Penguins in the first round. My hero. Dragged the Islanders from the brink of obscurity. Obscurity. Thank you. Sometimes I need help. And we both need help. The New York Rangers. And poor Robin Leonard. I am really torn about Robin Leonard because I know he had a big old Trump sticker on the back of one of his masks. And I kind of, when he played in Buffalo. Oh. Yeah, he had a Trump sticker, like, for, like, uh, their military night, whatever it's called. Whoa. He had a Trump sticker on the back of his helmet. <clears throat> so Robin Leonard's a Trump supporter. But today, I think he maybe figured out Trump is not... He has finally, I think, figured out that Trump is maybe not the best thing for America. But he also thinks that talking to Trump might change He things. He wants to sit down and have a conversation with Trump about mental illness. And I just think that that's, like, first of all... Relating the blind? (laughs) Sorry. That's a horrible thing for me to say. I mean, I think that Leonard... I respect Leonard in that he's working to raise awareness about mental illness, and I support that as a mentally ill person. But... Ditto. um, I don't... I really think he's barking up the wrong tree there, because that's a, a... that tree don't care. No. That ain't it, Chief. <laughs> that tree don't care. Um, enough talking about that, though, because that's not really the podcast that we're no, running. Oh, boo. Sorry I had to bring it up, but I had to bring it up. Yes. And uh, the other low light, which and it makes me really, really sad because I really love Eddie Lack. Mm-hmm. Which everybody knows. We drove up to... Uh, you did. I did. Uh, well, no. Amy, not Amy and I. Jarka and I drove up to... Binghamton? Binghamton, New York. A couple of seasons ago, when Michael Latta still played for the Binghamton Devils, to see him and Eddie Lack play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we saw Eddie Lack play at Hershey, one of the Hershey games we went to, didn't we? Did we? I don't remember. Um, Eddie Lack did have. not play at the Binghamton game that we went to, though. Oh, no. Uh, Riblet did. Oh. Riblet! I, I don't Riblet. know where Riblet plays now. Now, what did... I saw his name. Was Appleby? Was yeah. that what... That's where... Riblet came from. Yes. Oh, he plays for the Manitoba Moose right now. Well, 
Yeah, Ken Ken Appleby is Riblet's real name, but we just started calling him Riblet because yes. his last name was Appleby, and uh, that stuck. Um, so Eddie Lack announced on Twitter today that because like his hips are fucked up, basically. And he's in phys- like he got an injury last season that ended his season well before Christmas. I remember that. And he has been doing physical therapy for that, and he had surgery for the injury as well. But he said in his statement that he's been playing through hip pain for probably the last six years. Hot damn. And he is now doing physical therapy for that and is not in a position to play. So basically he is taking time off to do the physical therapy with the hope that eventually he'll be able to play again. Let's ask Siri. How old is Eddie Lack? He's not 30. Eddie Lack is 31 years old. Oh, he is? He's older than I thought then. So basically... He's going to be working as the Arizona State goalie coach in the meantime because he's Good unable to play. So I'm glad that he has a job. Mm-hmm. I hope he does the way a- Siri pronounced his name right. I know she gave did. me the umlauts over the there. Umlauts. Sorry, I didn't do it. Well, you know, that's for you, my. So I'm sad that he's not able to play, but I'm glad that he's got the goalie coach job and he'll at least be able to keep doing something involved with hockey. While he's suffering through physical therapy. Nobody has a good time at physical therapy. Mm -mm. But, you know, if you're going to be going through physical therapy, you might as well do it someplace nice and warm like Arizona. (laughs) Arizona. How do you go hang out with Phil Kessel? Oh, shit. Oh, God. Okay. At the casino. They're going to be... I wish I I had put my... It's going to be like a new version of Swingers with all of the hockey players out in Arizona. (laughs) It's Ocean. Be like Vegas, baby. Ocean 11. I wish I had put my Kachina jersey on before we started, because I have it. I saw you posted a picture of it. And my Sabres jersey. Yes. Um, in highlights, we already talked about Roberto Luongo, but his number is going to be retired Yay! by the Panthers in January. That will be number one. Mm-hmm. It will also be the first number ever retired by the Florida Panthers. Well, they're, they haven't even been around for 25 years, have they? No, they're newish. I think 20 yeah. years? I don't know. Siri, how long... <laughs> So she'll tell me. Siri, when was the first year that the Florida Panthers existed? Here's what I found. Yeah. That was a really weird way to ask that. I know, but sometimes you got to do that with her. They started in, hold on, I just clicked on her thing, 1993. So that's 20... 25 years last year. Yeah. We don't do math here at the Pucker Up Podcast. No, we sure don't. Stanley Cups, zero. President's trophies, zero. Conference championships, one. Division championships, two. Man, when you got it, when you're down in Florida where things are sketchy to begin with, <laughs> and your owner's name is Vinny Viola, that's extra sketchy. <laughs> uh, so, Lenny Oshie better watch her back. No kidding. Because there's a new, new extremely extremely cute baby her name is fox and she is the daughter of casimir and whitney kaskisuo kaskisuo and uh i believe he plays for the toronto marlies he does 
and they dressed her up in tiny baby goalie gear. Oh my god. She's so cute. She looks fake. She does. She looks like a little Gerber baby in an ad. Like, she like it doesn't, ad. like, it's a model baby. Yes. Like, it doesn't look like a real baby. And her dad is a six-syllable alliterative. Amy really likes the it. The second one from Toronto. Amy really likes it. Because the other one is Casperi Kaepernick. Oh, I for- I was like, who the fuck is a six-syllable alliterative? I pointed Casperi out to you. Yes. I was like, hey, wait. <laughs> and then I'm, like, counting syllables on Casimir my Casimir Kasky school is six syllables. That's really hard to say. It really His is. wife liked our tweet about it. Oh, did she? Whitney. Cas- Kasky Swole. Kasky Swole. Mm-hmm. And I, like, she has how to pronounce it in her bio, and I still. <laughs> like, that's, like, my brain is n- I, not doing that today. Here comes another dollar. I've heard Steve Dangle say it way too often uh, to not know it. Please, the AHL has tigers, as you do. Oh, it, that should be a K. HL. Oh, I yeah, it does say KHL. I just can't read. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, you know how a lot of NHL teams are getting puppies? Right. Well, the KHL has tigers. The KHL's getting, like, tiger cubs because Russia? Like I said, as you do, I guess. Because... If it's, if, it's, if it's wild, it must be the KHL. It's either a tiger or a bear. In Russia. Good Lord. I want the Chinese team to get a panda. Oh my. Well, see, they, they're endangered. Well, so are the tigers. Not in they? China. I mean, yes, pandas are endangered, but they could, like, borrow one. They could sponsor one, and it could come to the rink. <laughs> you know, pandas are so fucking stupid, they don't even know how to fuck. I know. We're from D.C. That's, like, we the panda... We a lot about pandas the male fucking habits. The male panda in D.C. is so fucking stupid, he doesn't know how to fuck. Like, they have to encourage him to... They built a fucking platform. They built a fucking platform to put the female panda on to encourage the male panda to try and fuck her, but not even the fucking platform works because he's that stupid. And that's why she always has to be artificially inseminated because this is the dumbest panda on the planet. He can play in the snow, though. <laughs> I mean, I guess that is appropriate to hockey. These dumb boys who <laughs> don't know how to fuck but can play in the ice. Useless. <laughs> this is why pandas are almost extinct, because they don't know how to fuck. Welcome to um, Animals Are Us with Zookeeper Julie. <laughs> She's going to take you down to the Smithsonian Zoo and tell you Pandas don't know how to fuck. <laughs> Speaking of people who, I guess, you know, I'm, I don't have a transition for this because it's about having babies. Highlights. No, it's no. not. It's oh, about Andre Burakovsky oh, becoming yes. an uncle. Yes. Because somebody I, does. Somebody knows how to fuck. Somebody does. Somebody Swedish does. No? I don't know. So, yes, Andre Burkowski is an uncle, but as I said in the Crasher Slack earlier today... We're not calling him Uncle Andre until he (laughs) learns how to spell uncle. uncle. (laughs) But I did... No, there was this photo floating around Twitter, as you do, of Nick Backstrom holding a Swedish to English dictionary. Upside down. Upside down. And I was like, so it was Nick Backstrom who can't read the whole time! (laughs) I mean, how drunk was he in that picture, probably? You love a drunk Nick Backstrom. 
It's the best Nick Backstrom. Andre's Still scared of him. I don't know why. He's nothing but nice to me. When you've received the death glare. I guess. I don't want to earn the you death glare at all. You don't get over it. Even if he's nice to you after that. You still think back to the time that you got the death glare. Yeah, no. I don't want to get the We death didn't glare. deserve that. We were just cold. I know. Sometimes. It bees like that. Femmes sit in the lap of other femmes. And it's because we're cold. Although. Thank you. I truly find it hard to believe that you were ever cold anywhere. It's fucking cold at Keller. Once you're sitting there and you're just sitting there, it's fucking cold. True. Yeah, and it probably wasn't packed with people when you were there either. And, like, I went to skate uh, Monday and, like, while I was just sitting there waiting to, like, go on the ice, it was fucking cold. After that, it wasn't. (laughs) Once the skating happened. Yes. And then I had sweat. (laughs) So I'm a horrible, disgusting person. Brooks like would be so ashamed of me. Oh, because you sweat? Because I sweat and because I wear deodorant. Um, <laughs> that's look. There's something wrong with that man. There are lots of things wrong with that man. The least of which, not the least of which, being Flintstone Day. <laughs> you keep giving me these opportunities. I no, want fair listeners. Five dollars for every time you've said Flintstone dick on this podcast. Five dollars. Okay. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. In thigh lights. We only have one thigh light today because we had a couple of others and we had to take them away. Yeah, because they were provided by scabs. Scabs. I do want to talk about Sidney Crosby's ass, though. Go right ahead. It's so good. I can't agree. His ass, his thighs, and those fucking golf shorts fucking nope. squatting down on the golf uh-uh. course. Uh, actual thigh lights. Austin Matthews posted uh, his summer retrospective or whatever the fuck it was on Instagram the other oh, day. Oh, good God. And, and, um... The tie-dyed onesie, it's gotta be a onesie, right? It's not a... It's, it really looks like it's shorts on a t-shirt. I want it to be a onesie so bad. I want it to be a romper. Come on, Austin! Anyway, porn stash aside, because he's really making some extremely questionable facial hair choices. Baby, what is you doing? <laughs> it's not as bad as William Nealander's cornrows. Um, it's not that bad. It kind of suits his face. You know how I feel about his face. It's a Muppet Pig face. Anyway, so there were a couple of videos of him playing tennis. I did see those. His back and ass are lovely. (laughs) Like, thank you to Austin and whoever he bullied into filming him. Because didn't bully anybody. Somebody said, go play tennis. We'll film you for X, Y, and Z. He was tanned. He was sweaty. He was shirtless. And I didn't have to look at his face. Amy? Julie? Do you know I said something when I was watching that video of Austin? I heard you said something that made Melanie tell you that you were going to hell? Going to... She said to me, you go upstairs and you say your prayers because you are going to hell. (laughs) 
Because what I said to her, well, what she said was, I can't enjoy it because his face is so ugly. And what I said to her. I can't remember. All I know is. Is. What? It doesn't matter what his face looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. So that's it for, we do have a bunch of listener questions. We have a whole bunch. Yeah, not as many as... Some of them are very creative, though. Some of them are. And some of them are very stupid. Um, (laughs) So, from Kate. Just for Steve Dangle, talk to me about Mitch Marner. What's the deal? Please remember that I will cover up to $30 of the Dangle Jar donation for this question. We've already talked about Mitch Marner and about how Mitch Marner... Like, is the face of the franchise now? I forgot this question was on here when I went yeah. off about Mitch Marner earlier. So technically, I've already answered it. And we've but had a lot of dangles. Do you want to talk jar. about Steve some more so that you can rack I mean, up Kate's $30 for the dangle jar? I think, I don't know if we could get to 30 in one podcast. You know, I did go through um, all of our podcasts, um, all 26 of them up to this one. And counted up, and it was just mentions of Steve or Dangle. Counted up 107. We talked last time that because I had started that it was only two and a half minutes into our very first full length podcast that we mentioned Steve's name. <laughs> I will tell you is that is he in any of the teasers? He is. He is in a couple of the teasers, I think, but not every one of them. And there is one episode that we are completely dangle-free. Holy shit! Which episode? I think it was 25. It was either 24 or 25. One of the more recent ones. We were was completely dangle-free. the one where I was sobbing uncontrollably about the Boston Bruins? One where we had your mom on? Maybe. <laughs> I can't remember which one, and I didn't write it down. I, w- I do remember... Do you know what I'm not going to go back and listen to? That Me one. crying? Yeah. Um, it was a little uncomfortable for me to listen to it. Sorry. That's all right. Um, it's a thing that happened. Look, not as uncomfortable as being here on the couch next to you when it was happening. But I love you anyway. So it was a bad night. The heaviest dangle-laden episode was You, Me, Donya B. Oh. Had tons of dangles all, all Well, because there were four of us. Right. And we were all getting ready to go to New Jersey and... And... B had some specific questions about Dangle, and we were talking about the people that he got to volunteer to um, to close caption his videos and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was a whole discussion. Oh, I remember that, yes. And um, so, yeah, that led to even more of it. And then there was Toronto talk and all sorts of stuff like that, because we were, we were well in the midst of when will William Nylander return from the war at that point in our lives as well. No. Wasn't Nylander back then? I don't think so. Yeah, he was. The episode of the... That was... Because that was in March. You're right. So Nylander was back. Ne- when will Nylander return from the war was Donya and Lindsay's You're right. Separately. You're right. I was mixing up the Donya episodes. <laughs> we talked so much about Wendell Nylander returned from the morning. My God, there were like seven in a row that like every week was like it Wendell was like, Nylander we're talking. From now the it's war. all bitching about Mitch Marner, but at the beginning oh, of the last was, season. It, it was Nylander and then it was Wilson. No, it was Wilson for a long time and then it was where, when will William Nylander return from the morning. They overlapped. And then it was Wilson again. 
God damn you, Tom Wilson. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's see. How many dangles could a dangle dangle if a dangle could dangle dangles? Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. Yes. From Elizabeth Ann. So, how many dangles would Steve dangle dangle <laughs> if dangle could dangle dangle? Send me the Venmo slash PayPal. I need to do that tonight and send that to her. Um, uh, so, now that you mention it. <laughs> I don't know. I think we've hit 30, though. I think I think we're well there. Um, um, I believe that Kate and Elizabeth had the same author. Actually, it was really nice because Elizabeth came out to the Russian machine party yes, that happened Elizabeth. Hooray! over the weekend and we hung out with Elizabeth and we played some Pac-Man Battle Royale which is a really cool game and I want it for my house <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. and um, it was fun to like get to meet some people um, in person that we talked to online yay That's and also fun. to see Karen and Gina and all the other people in person that we talked to online for Ian Oland to come out of his basement. Late, as usual. Look, we love you, Ian. You also showed up late, so... Yeah. Not to the party, but to my house. No, but we got to the party on time. It's true. It's true. It's so true. Look, I need to get... Uh-huh. And then you got stuck on university. Mm-hmm. From Sheena. How sore were slash are you guys from the Russian machine party? Dude... You didn't play the basketball game, did you? No, because I knew I would get sore. Or like the football game in the corner? No. Or skee-ball? Did you skee-ball? I played basketball. Melanie and I played together. Like, we, it was me and Melanie against Ian, and we kicked his butt. But then I played by myself against Ian, and he and I tied. I woke up on Sunday morning, and my right arm, which I'm right-handed, so it was like my shooting arm, Mm. hurt so bad. (laughs) Melanie's standing next to me talking to me while I'm shooting baskets against Ian trying to win and she's like use both hands and I'm like what yeah you can't shoot with my left shoot basketballs with my non-dominant hand she goes to go in she goes that's what I was doing I was sinking almost every shot I threw up there like I don't know what she wanted me to do Um, no I learned the hard way about repetitive motion and how my body reacts to that by um stop it (laughs) Like you said repetitive motion, and that's all I can think no, about. I painted with a roller my entire kitchen at my old place in one night. Ooh. And woke up the next morning and literally had to, like, pick my arm up. Oh, that's what happened when we painted this house. <laughs> <laughs> we would get up, we got up the next morning, and we're like, uh, mistakes were made. But we came back the next morning and painted again. And I helped. <laughs> you did. Uh, from JG, bold predictions for players to make the team. Mine is that Axel will just stay and have his pro career in Europe. I mean, if he keeps up that attitude, yeah. Yeah, I'm like real torn about Axel because it seemed like a dick move what he was doing, but then it was like the way it got explained later was maybe less of a dick move. But how much of that was PR? I don't know. Because it seems like he maybe has a shitty attitude. It seems like he feels a little bit entitled. And he... I don't know what a good teammate he would make if he already feels entitled. Right. I mean, and like, he's good enough to be like a fourth, like a lunch pail line fourth liner. 
He's good enough to be a star on the Bears. Yeah. But, I but mean, to make the NHL lunch pail line fourth liner. He's like, he wants to be in the NHL. And when he came over here, he expected to be in the NHL. And when they were like, uh, you've literally never played in America. Please go play with the Bears. Yeah, well, he was too good for that. He, yeah, I think he thought he he deserved a little bit more. But there was no space for him. No, not to mention, like, it's not a wise decision for anybody to do that. That's why I think it's really interesting, the people that are thinking that, like, there are new guys coming up that are just immediately gonna... Like Alex Alex? Yeah. Like, I don't think that, oh, we expect to see him get NHL games this season. Like, why? Like, I know... preseason. Have fun with that. I know he's been playing in North America, but it's not the same thing. Like, it's not even the same thing to go... Like, look how good a defenseman... Tyler Lewington. Tyler Lewington, super good defenseman in the AHL. Amazing in the AHL. Fucking terrible in the NHL. Mm -hmm. Liam O'Brien, great in the AHL. Not more than a plug in the NHL. We got Fisty McFisticuffs and Fighty McFighty Pants. Get out of here. So I don't I don't have bold predictions. My bold prediction is that the pool manager is going to be managing that third pair. I don't think he's going to be managing it. Well, he's going to be managing being on the third pair. He's going to be like the shift manager as opposed to like like what like the shift manager and then like the Look, he's going to be like Billy the lifeguard and when he shows up all the women are going to be like she's gone and wait for him to come on the ice. And get all their makeup ready and be like, Hi, Jonas. No, that's me. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> um, from Elizabeth Ann. And I want you to know that we had to do research for this before. <laughs> both of us. things on our fingers. Both of us. <laughs> and we both did very different research for this question. Mm-hmm. Um, from Elizabeth Ann. Which player from each Metro team is counting down the days until it's PSL season? Now... If you're like Amy and had to look up what PSL stood for. Because everything pumpkin spice is bad and I hate it. Amy doesn't like pumpkin. Amy doesn't even like pumpkin pie. Nope. Because she's some kind of monster. Um, PSL stands for pumpkin spice latte, which I no longer order at Starbucks because they changed the formula and it doesn't taste good anymore. Well, I never thought it tasted good. Because, well, here's what happened is people were like, oh my God, it doesn't have pumpkin in it. Well, no, because it's pumpkin spice, which means it has the spices of the uh, pumpkin, of pumpkin pie, pie in it. And which not is why I don't like fucking pumpkin. Pumpkin. And pumpkin pie and pumpkin. Anything. Anyway, so they changed it to add pumpkin in it and now it tastes like <laughs> shit. Anyway, which player from each Metro team is counting down the days until it's PSL season? Sidney Crosby. <laughs> no, that's way off his diet plan. Really? Yes. He just strikes me as... See, I think, with few exceptions, pumpkin spice latte people are basic bitches. Okay, but you also have to take into consideration Alex Galchenyuk 100% drinks a pumpkin spice latte, by the way. Um, that's, that's my choice for the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
Uh, oh, that's right. He's a fucking... <clears throat> yeah. Um, but what like what I was going to say... No, him and Zach Aston Reese. Well, Zach Aston Reese has a name that indicates pumpkin spice latte. Local lacrosse player Zach Aston Reese. That's right. Um, but what I was going to say is... Um, Sidney Crosby doesn't deviate from his, uh, from his, like, routine. And since pumpkin spice lattes are not available year-round, that doesn't work for him. Ah. Uh, good thing Jack Eichel's not in the Metro. <laughs> um. Okay, so those are our penguins. Do the hurricanes. I mean... Weems, maybe. Justin Williams will totally drink a pumpkin spice latte, <laughs> but it's an iced one because yeah, he, he respects have... himself. Um, Dewey Hamilton also goes pumpkin spice. Oh, yeah. Or, or, but he switches it up every once in a while and gets a salted caramel mocha. Who, Doogie? Doogie. I love that you call him Doogie. I can't, like, I can't. It's Dougie. Call it a teach me how to. I cannot call a fucking adult man Dougie. But you can call him Doogie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Doogie. Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, I pulled up their roster. Because I don't know who's still on the Columbus Blue Jackets. If Seth Jones is still there, then he's one. Do you think Seth Jones? Yeah. 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 Dude, his mom... Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's the only player on the Columbus Blue Jackets that I like. That I, whose name I can remember. Yeah, he's the only one I like. Who else we got? Cam Atkinson totally drinks pumpkin spice. Oh, lattes. yeah. I mean, and if they pick him up again, Zach Wierenski does too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? I just... Uh... Jersey Devils. Taylor Hall puts yeah. some PSL in his DS. I hate you <laughs> so I was waiting to make that joke. Much. I hate you. <laughs> Do you think Connor Carrick is trying to stop him? And get him No, he's Connor, too little. Connor's like, sir, sir, please he's like he's like jumping up and down with his hand in the sir, air. Sir, sir, you can have better coffee. You can have better coffee. <laughs> Yeah, all Taylor all has to do is hold it like above his head, Statue of Liberty style, and Connor can will never be able to knock it out of his hands. Leave Cricket alone. Look, it is what it is. <laughs> the New York Islanders. This is assuming you know who anyone on the New York Islanders is. Uh, hold on. Cal fucking Clutterbuck. Do you think he goes a pumpkin spice latte? No. His wife probably does. Okay, but this is not about their. I know. No, he's too much of a dum-dum. I'm just trying to think of Islanders. Um, I think Jordan Everly oh, seems like the yeah. kind. He and Taylor Hall get together for pumpkin spice lattes on a nice... Connor Carrick jumps up and down. <laughs> 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 I 
We've got a camp alone. <laughs> I just picture like those Bugs Bunny cartoons with the with the big dogs and the little itty bitty dogs trying to get things from the big dogs. Yeah, that's Connor Carrick. Uh, the New York Rangers. I mean, Brady Shay. Yeah, probably. Hank. Hank does not drink a pumpkin spice latte. Hank, Hank drinks a ristretto shot of espresso, and that's it. Okay. Yeah, he's a weird goalie. Mark Stahl. (laughs) No, it's Ryan Strom. It's Hundo Ryan Strom. Agreed. I want to make a joke about Mika, but I can't. He's too cool. He's too cool to drink pumpkin spice latte. He is. Nobody that fits your type is going to drink a a pumpkin spice latte. Think about it. Tyler Sagan totally does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. My side piece, I won't let him. You're right. It won't be a pumpkin spice latte. It's a pumpkin spice latte frappuccino. Fuck off. The Flyers. Dude. It's TK TK and no patch. Shit. And close your because they're orange. That mean Voracek does it too. The entire Flyers team. Gritty definitely drinks this pumpkin spice latte. Except Matt Niskanen. Matt Niskanen's like, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, no. Can you imagine Matt Niskanen drinking coffee with milk in it at all though? Or coffee. Coffee, yes. Yes, but the most like Folgers crystal kind of coffee. <laughs> And the Capitals. Look me in the eye and tell me it's not Tom Wilson. Oh, it is Tom Wilson. It's also, also, probably my hockey boyfriend. No. You don't think? No. His is a red eye. I know his orders are red eye. Alright. I know it in my heart. There's somebody else. Travis Boyd. No. Jacob Verona has definitely ordered pumpkin spice lattes with Tom Wilson. It would have been those two and Berkey, but. Mm. Also TJ Yoshi. Yes. He likes lots of orange things. <laughs> what? Our president is orange. Oh. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. You know who totally orders a pumpkin spice latte, but like as a frappuccino? It's Koozie. It's Koozie. It's koozie and you know it. You know who else probably does? Not as a frappuccino, but a regular Reardon. You think so? Mm-hmm. He's a kindergarten teacher. It's true. You need the sugar and the caffeine. Mm-hmm. It's going to be less kindergarten this season without Berkey, but he's still going to have Rana. They both have the same attention span. Okay, so this one's really fun. From Tiny Holtby, what's your guilty pleasure? Are you Nickelback fans? Fuck no. Got a trashy TV show you can't live without? Tiny Holtby would like to know. Also, what do you think your favorite hockey's guilty pleasures are? Anyway, um, here's Wonderwall. Wait, this is not anybody's guilty pleasure. I don't believe in guilty pleasures. No, either you like something or you don't. Um, I... And nobody should judge you for it. And you shouldn't judge yourself for it. <laughs> I listened to a lot of Nickelback when I was in high school. Because that was when I they... I did not. I was too old for it. Uh, they first came out and they were like... You can't see me doing air quotes, but, like, good. <laughs> um, but then an ex-boyfriend ruined it for me, so uh, that's how Nickelback went. And um, as far as trashy TV shows go... You are the queen of them. 
Let you and Melanie leave. love you some trashy TV. Do we? Or are you just saying that because all we've been watching is True Blood? Well, and what was that island thing we watched the other night when we were here? We've never seen any of that before. Right, but... Not lo- it wasn't Love Island. Been- it was um, is the one with the bisexuals on MTV. Um, it had something to do with X. No, no, that's another one. You guys did the Bachelor, the Bachelor. Only uh, because you me into no, that, though. no, it's called Are You the One? Ah, uh, is the one that we watched the we watched the first episode of Are You the One with Amy over here, and you enjoyed it. So don't act like you I didn't. Did. Because it was, but we watched The Bachelor. I mostly find myself enjoying those types of shows, though, when I am at your house. The only reason we watched The Bachelor is because we saw an ad for it, and he fucking we needed to figure out he, the heat. He got he jumped the fucking fence, and then we got sucked in because all we wanted to see was this fucking idiot jump the fence, <laughs> and it didn't happen until the next to last fucking episode where I got a text that said in all caps he yeeted the fence yeet <laughs> so um I don't know I mean like I do listen to really fucking terrible music like not Nickelback but like I have a Taking Back Sunday tattoo I wouldn't say that that's terrible you think my music's terrible but I love it I like no I, well yes I do think your music is mostly terrible and I'm sure you think my music is mostly terrible. Well, yours is listenable. <laughs> Some of yours is not listenable. It's true. And um, I mostly what I wonder when I listen to your music is how you're not a lesbian. Yes, we've had this discussion. I don't think we've had it on the pod, but we've had this discussion. We, we literally are in the car <laughs> on the way back from New Jersey, and Amy is DJing, and a voice pops up from the back seat, like we're talking. And I'm like, I don't understand. Because they're talking about Amy's taste in music. And I'm like... You and me and Darnie and B. And I go, I don't understand how, based on your trips to Lilith Fair... One trip to Lilith and Fair. Who, like, the your enjoyment of the Indigo Girls and Annie DeFranco mm-hmm. and all of that shit. How you're not a lesbian. And all of a sudden, from the back seat, both Donya and B say in unison, "You're not." <laughs> like, nope. I was raised by lots of them. I went to a women's college. Amy went. Amy went to a women's college, where and my musical taste became honed. Until for the most part, very specifically. Look, I was also in the theater company, which was mostly lesbian women. And I am 10 years younger than Amy. 13. All right. It doesn't have to be specific. Yeah, but that almost puts you like. And my very, very formative years were, you know, like musically were like 2004, 2007. And that happened to be a lot of My Chemical Romance. Which I have a My Chemical Romance tattoo. I have three band tattoos. My Chemical Romance, Jack's Mannequin, and Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday one matches my best friend. I don't want to have any music tattoos. I just have two tattoos. And one is the Ovi and one is Winnie the Pooh. I do have a Caps tattoo too, though. But, um... No, I'm also, like... 
I have, like, that chunk of musical taste that is everything that Julie listed, but I also have that chunk of musical taste that is, if it's British and New Wave and from, like, the mid to late 80s, I own it and love it. Oh, see, my, like, taste from the 80s is definitely not New Wave, but it's, like, hair metal. Mm. Because that's what my parents were into. Mm. So, like, my dad listened to, like, a lot of Metallica. And stuff like that. And, like, we do, I do another podcast with my friend Sam, and she really thought she was going to throw me by picking an Elton John song for her song homework this, this episode. And I'm oh. like, okay. Because my dad was like, my dad listened to, like, Metallica and Elton John and Meatloaf, and my mom listened to a lot of country music. So I know, like, a lot of, like, late 80s early 90s country music oh see if i went off of what my and i do own some of the stuff that my mother like i like it um like i have a lot of smothers brothers stuff (laughs) (laughs) that is that is silly and i like it because it's silly and my mother used to sing us the silly songs when we were kids um my mom was very much sort of a folk music kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like she liked the Kingston Trio and the Smothers Brothers and and God knows what else. My dad, all traditional, like, old big band shit. Nat King Cole, Johnny Mathis. Ugh. Yeah, so oh nothing my God. that I could kind of glom on Let to. me tell you, one thing that I did not pick up from that side of my family was a fucking obsession with Elvis. Oh, no, I've never been a big Elvis person either. I, it actually put me completely the other I, I can't stand Elvis now well and if you if you go back another generation my father's father and actually my aunt his sister to some extent um, both knew how to play the accordion and really liked polka music Melanie, so I Melanie didn't have a friend I didn't have a firm musical base to yeah. stand on I had to create my own Oh, like, but I, like, like, so I sort of, like, had a weird upbringing with regard to music when I, like, my grandpa, my mom's dad, owned a bar, so there were always bands in the bar, Mm -hmm. and then my mom played bass, and my stepdad played bass, the first stepdad, like, they were always learning to play, and then my mom remarried again, and he played steel guitar in a band and played guitar. He still plays guitar in a band. Um, and sang in a band and all kinds of things like that. So it was like, I'm always around, I was always around like music in like a context where someone's always playing something. At least my I'm not always band. sang in the choir. Yeah. She played flute in high school. I played flute in high school. I learned on her. No, flute. it was in choir. Um, but that was the extent of her musical background. My father couldn't carry a tune. Like, he was bad. He was bad at hymns in church. Hymns in church are the easiest thing to kind of follow along with. Even if you have no idea of key or tone or anything else. No. He was... At some points, my mom would nudge him and just tell him not to sing and just move his... Yeah, no, my dad couldn't sing. Like, he he would... Like, we'd sing along with stuff in the car, but (laughs) it wasn't good. He could dance, though. He loved to cut a rug. That is what my mother said about my father. I've never seen any evidence. Every time he danced in front of us when we were kids, he looked like Bill Cosby at the beginning of the Cosby show. (laughs) 
shit. Not intentionally either. We're really having a doozy of an episode. We are. Look, time like guilty pleasures or whatever the heck. They I just are. I don't. We don't. It's kind of stupid because we don't really watch that much TV that's not hockey throughout the rest of the season. Like, so in the summer we watch like dumb shit. Like we're caught up on Big Little Lies. We've told ourselves as a reward for finally finishing True Blood, we're gonna watch the third season of The Handmaid's Tale, which I just finished today. So I mean, and cried. We watch. Um, we used to watch Project Runaway. We used to watch Top Model. The only season of Project Runaway that I watched was the first one. Andre. Andre. And Santino, who looks just like my friend Josh. And, um, so we, I mean, we used to watch a lot more trashy shows than we do now. We never, like, truly trashy. Like, I don't watch, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, God, no. Neither do I. I can't. That stuff is, like, nails on a chalkboard to me. Now, the early real worlds. Oh, yeah. I used to watch the real world. I loved. Like, I watched them, like, as they aired from the beginning. The first Um, real world I think I ever, like, actually, like, watched, watched, like, from the beginning was Hawaii. Oh, no. Because that's when I had MTV. Yeah. From New York all the way up to... I think Hawaii was the last one I watched. Did Seattle come before or after Hawaii? Before. Well, they went back to Seattle, so they did no, Seattle. No, Seattle went back one to where Seattle. she got smacked. Oh yeah, that was um, before. Yeah, Hawaii was like one of the last like good. Actually, movies. the first Vegas was the last one I ever watched. Related well, Vegas twice. We watched. We watched part of the one where they were in D.C. after I moved out here because we were in the background of some of the shots and we wanted to see. Oh, Because they filmed at the nine thirty club one night that we were there and we wanted to see if we were uh, on TV. So that was the only reason we even watched the one. We didn't even get MTV now. No, I don't either. Um, I really do want to watch Are You the One though, because it looks crazy. It does kind of look crazy, and I do. You know, if I'm down for some good mindless stuff, I'll watch a catfish marathon all day, every day. And you're gonna insult me for watching trash. You know what I watch? I watch Bob's Burgers on a loop. You know what I watch all day long. Bob's Burgers on a loop. So no, we don't have guilty pleasures because we We don't. We just have stupid shit that we do. I have to have Bob's Burgers so I can't live without it. What do you think your favorite hockey's guilty pleasures are? Was the rest of the question. Now that we've gone on about this. I mean, I'm trying to think of like, I do think that my favorite hockey's guilty pleasure is in any way here's Wonderwall. Like, I think... Yeah, and he rolls up to an open mic night somewhere and just plays Wonderwall. Up in Saskatchewan? Yes. Here? I don't think so. I think he's just too well known here to do it. I don't think he plays Wonderwall is the thing. I think he plays some fucking Dallas Green. I think he's a very big city and color He's guy. also a tragically hip fan as well. So, yeah. Um, Canada's a different place. It really is. Um, I don't know. I wonder, like... I think we need to wait until Halloween again this year because that usually gives us insight into like the weird what kind of, what kind of weird shit they are into. Like I would never have guessed, although it was brilliant. I would never have guessed they would have gone with the whole Star Is Born thing. That was so good. Yes, it was. And sorry to derail this conversation, but Brandy looks so hot. You, 
see, to, you sound like I, I'm my my brain is rolodexing through all the shit that I've just rolodexed through that we've talked about, and we've had this exact same conversation. <laughs> I know when we talked about it before, it was like Brandy Holtby. She looks really good as a brunette. She does. <sighs> we gotta shut this down. That's Julie's guilty pleasure is Brandy Holtby. Oh, it ain't guilty. Mm. Next time, we're gonna have a guest, I believe. Yes, and we're working on getting some other guests that are super, super secret that we may get between now and two weeks from now, but... And we are also working on our remote. I'm supposed to meet with those folks next week. Yay, we're gonna... <laughs> well... Ian, Ian may meet us for that one. Julie's gonna drink a lot of whiskey. And no, I'm gonna drink absinthe. I'm gonna get fucked up either way julie's gonna get fucked up and i'm gonna drive <laughs> and drink a lot of diet coke in between now and then you can message us on twitter at pucker up podcast email us at pucker up pucker up no no pucker up pod at gmail.com and visit our website at pucker where we have a, another new book review today Yes, I am reading terrible hockey romance novels, so you don't have to. Apparently. And don't forget our Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash podcast. Yes, we get to go do cool stuff like remotes and get guests and all sorts of fun stuff because you give us money and then we give you stuff. Yeah! Woohoo! Thanks for listening. Bye!